Hello, this is episode 156 of the Pool of Psychology Podcast. I'm Dr. Nisha Riley. This episode is on critical thinking versus overthinking. I did a podcast on overthinking before. I think it's only bad if you don't get to a conclusion point. There's nothing wrong with thinking. We have to process the world. I wish it was labelled over-worrying or unresolved. I wrote a piece, Developist, recently. So why am I expression developist? Why did I coin that phrase? Because you can have masses of potential, a great personality, tons of aptitudes. You can come from a perfect background. But if you don't know how to express yourself, they're all useless. I think in many ways, when we look at the stories of the people who've grown up in the most unlikely environments to be able to achieve, without all of the access that's a given for many other people, what you'll always see is that they have a fantastic way to express themselves. In that, I used some notes on an Emerson lecture. This was by one of the attendees, and these were care of an essay collection called Upstream by Mary Oliver. He conquers minds as well as hearts wherever he goes, and without convincing anybody's reason of any one thing, exalts their reason and makes their minds worth more than they ever were before. And what I wrote is, there's no point if you make individuals' minds seem obsolete. They won't change out of choice, but only need. And for me, when I write, you have to leave a gap in which to allow the reader to insert themselves. Many people who've read my books have said that I show rather than tell. And that space that I leave, I've begun to fondly think of it as a projection space in my writing. It's a space to project yourself into it, but also to project at me in order to go through a process of critical thinking, in order to agree, disagree with what my experiences were, my point of view, how it's different to yours, and to arrive at a different place. And that's essentially what critical thinking is. When I wrote one of the first diary pieces on the essays and awareness section on my site, I wrote about writing up 11 years, and I wrote that in many ways what I had achieved in my books is what I set out to achieve when I started this school the Homework Club, 11 years ago. I wanted people to be able to critically think for themselves, to arrive at a different place, and to feel empowered in doing that, and to be able to express themselves and their own ideas and their own outlook. And I wanted them to be able to do that regardless of their background or whether they felt education was for them or not. And in in a lot of ways, what I joked about the Homework Club was that the only thing everybody had in common there was that none of them felt that education was accessible for them, whatever those reasons were. The problem currently, or for quite a while now, is that we want others to tell us what to think. And we've developed a bad habit in schools. And every article now reads like a revision notes textbook that you cram before an exam. 10 points to this, 10 ideas to this, 10 ways to change this, 10 things you have to do, and so on. And that doesn't allow you to critically think. As we embark in a time such as this, 
where we're talking about really big political issues where we're voting in people who tell us what we want to hear in many countries, including Ireland, where we see such a dramatic polarised sense of to be liberal or to be not, such as we saw in Poland last week, where we see people sharing articles on social media that have very little basis in fact, where we see so many conspiracy theories doing the rounds during the pandemic, where there's so much information for you to take on board and sift through and arrive at a reasonable decision for yourself. It's becoming very obvious that as a generation of people now, we really need to be able to critically think. We really need to be able to arrive at better solutions and better decisions for ourselves and those people around us and the next generation. And I think that there's a massive difference and I almost feel locked in a time warp reading writers from the, you know, 50 and 60 years ago, what they were writing, because they have very much an ability to critically think. And now I'm starting to go back even further and read the likes of Emerson. So for me, this is one aspect that we've really lost in schools and lost in education, the ability to critically think and to be allowed to insert ourselves into the discussion and to feel able to absorb information and put ourselves into it, into the mix, and arrive at a place for us and to learn how to express that. It's amazing how many students we work with who struggle to write anything in the first person or to express any opinion or sense of self. And one of the tricks that we use to do this is to go back to speech writing and to use very renowned speeches such as that of Martin Luther King Jr., I Have a Dream, and to help people to put their own thoughts and ideas into the first person, because that's something that every teenager is really struggling to do in school right now. So you not only aren't thinking for yourself, but then you're too afraid to express yourself as well.